Hello, 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 and welcome to the Romance Readers Seeking Bestsellers podcast. I'm romance author Isabel Peterson. And I'm Becca Manfell, blogger, enthusiastic reader, and all around uh, book person, <laughs> book sure world are. person. Hey. But mostly, we love to read romance. So here on the show, we talk to best-selling romance authors about their journey to the best-selling status. And we also talk about books and the authors that nobody seems to be talking about. Books that are written by what we like to call future best-selling authors. So join us on our search for best-selling romances, present and future. And what do you say, Isabel? Let's get going because we have a lot to cover today. We sure do. Let's go. We would like to thank N.C. Ross for supporting today's episode. Check out her book, Two Dukes in Denmark. It's a steamy vacation romance in the International Desires series. Here's the blurb. Join the Mile High Club. After she's left dumped and homeless, flight attendant Lena can't be bothered by love. But when she meets her former high school nemesis on a flight she's working, banter turns into something more. It's only one time, or so she thinks. Lena doesn't realize that this gorgeous secret royal is about to change her life as he and his friend book a flight straight for her heart. But Lena's past experiences won't release her, no matter how good these men make her feel. Will she fly past all the secrets so she can live the passion she deserves? I do love a good flight attendant story. How about you? Mile High Club? Mention of not just one hot guy, but two? Sign me up. Now, the author also says that this book was previously published in its entirety on Kindle Vella. And for trigger warnings, to please see her website. And it's also worth mentioning that book two in the series is being released soon. So pick this one up and get started on the series. I will drop those links in the show notes, so do check them out. And thank you so much, N.C. Ross, for sponsoring today's episode. Three, two, one, yeah. <sighs> Becca, what's going on? What's going on in your life? What are you, what are you doing? Running around, traveling, I'm, reading, yes. writing, watching. I'm trying to work on my work-life balance that's the one Ooh. that's the one thing with Riley she is very good at like what are you doing working you're supposed to be taking off you're supposed to be spending time with your family so uh Jean and I have decided on the weekends we're going to have a family activity we're going to try and get our kids out of the house because we all work in the house we the kids awesome. school in the house we work in the house both of us so we never leave the house so weekends have become our time to go out and try new things spend time as a family which usually works out unless you have to wake the teenager up earlier and she's not happy about (laughs) that it's harder with teenagers it is it's so hard with teens especially now I'm gonna sound like my mom all these (laughs) electronics and they're constantly glued to their phones and they're up until 2 a.m yeah they're my kids go to bed at like 5 a.m when I'm getting up so um Last weekend, we took in an XFL game, which is the new football thing that's kind of like a mixture between rugby and and NFL. And it's um, 
the rock is the person who like owns it and started it all up and everything so while they were watching the game i was looking for the rock to see if he was because <laughs> he's known for going to all the games he wasn't there though but you know we gotcha. outdoors and then this weekend we drove to louisiana and went to avery island where all of the tabasco in the world is made and so we did the factory Fine. tour and spent the spent the day out in the sun it was gorgeous no are you a spicy girl i don't remember you making spicy no i'm not but my family my husband and my son are gotcha they they are most filipino food has tabasco out the wazoo in it so they're the big tabasco people and emmy and i just kind of dragged along but you know um but it was good you know we took a little drive it was a four-hour drive and we went up the coast so um i went to some places of texas i haven't been to which is unfathomable because i thought i'd been to most of texas and (laughs) and um most of texas good lord i think it would take like years and years to explore that thing well i'm 51 i've I've lived here all my life so that's true I, i figure i've been to just about every every part there was in Texas, but yeah. So we went, went to Avery Island and got our hot sauce on for the day and came back. And yeah, so that's what we've been doing. We've been out and I'm just busy taking care of the Riley world. And, and, uh, we have our discord channel with, um, other protector romance readers and authors. And so I, I stay busy with all that. Gotcha. And I heard you have a new car that's super cute. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, my so my current car, it's an 07 Pilot and uh, almost 200,000 miles on it. You know, mm. then the, the 3,500 that I put on in uh, in March was certainly yeah. <laughs> didn't help. <laughs> didn't help. It was the last, the last hurrah um, with the car. But also I don't really need a giant car anymore, especially, you know, um, I, I, it's, it's a big car. It was fine when I had two kids and, and all their instruments and driving them to summer camp and, and all this stuff, but, um, now I don't need that. And so I have a tiny little two door, all electric mini Cooper, um, That's super cute. It's a 2024. I don't know how that happened. They were getting one in, I guess, like to show, like, cause they were going to start showing the 2024s and they let me buy it. And I was like, oh my gosh. And 24 is my lucky number. So that was super then, fun. Then, well then check Mark. Yeah. And my favorite color green. And I named her, um, her name is Clover. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I love it. it. It's all electric, has the same kind of, has a very similar pickup to my husband's Tesla. Um, so that's fun. Um, but I only, and I picked it up on Earth Day. Like how, how apropos. I love it. It was great. But, um, and it's nice to be able to like have a car that I can just like jump into and not worry about polluting the planet and burning fossil fuel. And um, granted, this car only has a 100 mile, 114 mile range, they say uh a little bit less in the colder weather and so that's like that's the hard part but I just I really needed something smaller more usable for running around town town instead of my big car so there you go so I have a new car awesome (laughs) um no I love it it's great it's right now getting wrapped with uh protective film because I want it to stay looking perfect the entire time yeah I know (laughs) you know these new car things um it's exciting. It's rare. It's exciting. Yeah. So 
Yeah, that's about, that's, that's my big news, personal news. How about uh, reading and writing? What are you reading? What are you not writing? Well, if you're, I mean, writing too. And then also if you're watching things and stuff like that, Yeah, what are you Um, doing for entertainment? I have been reading a lot. Um, Melissa Foster just um, Mm. released her newest book for the love of whiskey, which I am like a huge Melissa Foster fan. And I've been on her ARC team for seven years maybe yes. so uh, as soon as I get one I like throw everything else I'm doing aside <laughs> and I take it in I love her books um so I I read that and that releases the week and then um I've, I've just had a lot of arcs I'm also on um, Mariah Dietz her mm-hmm. arc team and so mm-hmm. she had a new book come out called fake dating it's a football college um romance I think it's the third in the series. Um, so I, I was reading that. And then uh, Riley is releasing Fractured tomorrow, which is the last <gasps> book in her uh, Triple Canopy series. Well, by the time and this releases, it'll yeah, already be it'll, out. It'll be out, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I read that. And of course, I was reading it on the road trip. And I just like spontaneously started sobbing and my oh. husband looked over at me he's like what's wrong what happened I was like and I just held up my phone he's like oh my god you and your reading <laughs> men don't no, get just, it. they just don't I shouldn't get say it. men don't get it because I get I bet I bet there's some yeah that they yeah, get that it. do yeah. ours don't but this one this one's very emotional it's a very it's probably her most anticipated um because it's the last in a series um it's a character that has kind of been in some mystery. He's been throughout, you know, we hear about him all the time, but nobody really knows the real Echo. His name is Echo. So yeah, so I've been working on that. And um, so yeah, I have I have four books I'm proofing right now. So I'm trying to get through those. <laughs> uh, yeah, lots of reading in my in my world right now. Yeah. Which is good. And what about you? Um, kind of in a reading slump right now. <laughs> That's okay. Everybody um, has them. I mean, yeah, the then there were three trilogy. It was so good. And I think my heart still aches for all the goodness and the ups and downs that, that those three went through. Um, and we have our book club. That's our book club read um, on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And by the time this comes out, the book club will already have been passed. So, yeah. <laughs> so never mind. But we're going to record it and we'll put the video up in the uh, in our Patreon channel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also I'd finished reading the Ulrich Prep Academy books, uh, the second one. And also same thing, like so well written. And I love those characters and I miss them. And I'm trying to like scroll through. I have I bought some new books and. I'll get to them. I just, just right now I can't really get into. And, but if you guys are listening out there and you have a recommendation for me, remember, I like to read the ones that are mostly never heard of authors, never heard before authors. Um, I love a compelling story. That's really, really well written and I'm super picky. (laughs) I DNF like crazy. And sometimes it's for mood and sometimes like right now, I don't know if like right now the ones I picked up are a mood choice. Like I'm just not ready to move on from the yeah. worlds I was just in or if they're just not that good. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm yeah. not going to mention any names of the ones I've opened. Um, and so my husband and I've been, had that. we've been doing, finishing up the third season of Emily in Paris, which I adore. And um, 
Ted Lasso is, you know, they're every week they're releasing. So that's fun. And what's the other one we're watching? There's I have to one. wait until it's completely done this, this season. And then I'll watch. You don't do the drips, once. huh? I don't do the drips because I, yeah, because I just don't watch TV that much mm-hmm. anymore. And so if I'm going to watch something, I sit down and I veg it all out for eight or nine you hours. and I do done. that. Yeah, my Bob and I don't do that. It's like a book. When I pick up a book, I usually don't put it back down. I read straight through. I have a really hard time like taking even an hour break from a book. If it's a really good book. If it's a really good book. I'm a saverer. Yeah, see. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, that's how we're different. But yeah. So yeah, but I'm loving Ted. I did watch the first two episodes of Ted Lasso. Oh, okay. So yeah. There's, wait, the first two episodes of the third season? Yeah, the third season. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good. Yeah. It's good. I'm, I, we, I love predicting things. Although something happened in the last episode, I'm not going to say what it is. It's the one that just came out and that people, you know, I don't want to spoil anything, but something happened. And I was like angry <laughs> because a character I don't like got something he wanted and it made uh, me angry, angry because I want this guy. I'll say guy. There's a lot of guys in there. Yeah. You don't know. What <laughs> I want him to be run over by a bus. I bet I know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> and he had something good happen to him. And I'm like, not happy right now. So anyway, yeah. So That's yeah, hilarious. I've been doing more TV kind of things um, this past couple of weeks because of the yeah. book hangover. Because book hangovers are real. <laughs> So send me your recommendations, listeners. I want to know. You can email us at romancereaderspodcast at gmail.com. And even if Izzy isn't in a book slump, we would still like your romance Absolutely. recommendations. Yes, from either current Anytime. bestsellers. And we don't know all the bestsellers. So right. you can recommend There's so many bestsellers out there that we haven't read. And you can also you know, definitely recommend us the, the ones that are future bestsellers. Tell us why. We love hearing that. And we will read why you your love email. Why you so much. Yeah. We'll read your email on the on the uh, show. How's that? How about Patreon? Should we talk about that for a minute? Patreon, three dollars a month, people. That's all it is. Three dollars. <laughs> we have. I'm just gonna go check right now. We have five supporters right now, which is great. Yeah, we, we have our you. book clubs. We That's have right. things to give away. We do. Yeah, you know, so it's like. You pay ten dollars for a uh, raffle ticket. This is only three dollars. Coffee is more expensive. Yeah, a, a Starbucks is more expensive. <laughs> Even a soda is more expensive now. Most ebooks are more expensive. Yeah, but um, yeah, and because of our because of our our low um numbers right now, we we I I don't think we're going to be able to do a grant in June. Yeah. Okay. I don't have enough money, but that's okay. But so that's maybe okay. over the summer we'll get deep. things. growing we're gonna keep things going i'm trying to come up with a strategy to remember to post on patreon try so so many different things going on so what do you want to see on patreon let us know if we're not doing something that you want to see let us know and we'll see if we can work it in and yeah so there's those updates patreon and the grant um what else and we're also on facebook so you know I understand $3 for some people can be a lot too. So, you know, we, this we still free. cover, yeah, we still cover a lot of things that we talk about. We have new releases. Um, you know, we try and we like to ask questions. People. Yeah. Ask 
ask questions. So you can always join us over on Facebook too. It is not, we do not allow dump and dash posts, nope. but so if you go into Facebook and you want to post something, go ahead and post it and we will approve it as long as it's not a promotion post from somebody who doesn't interact on all the other posts. Cause that yeah. was a thing that was like a couple of weeks ago, I ended up, I went in there and there were like seven posts from names. I had never seen, never before. seen, never heard of before. So we do keep that group a little bit clean because we don't want it to become this pimping graveyard as it were. Right. So right. There's enough <laughs> we, of those. we, we uh, make sure, you know, if somebody's a regular contributor and contributes good stuff, we'll go ahead and we'll whitelist them and then they'll be able to post, but we're not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, today we have coming up on the show, Emmy um, Carter. Emmy Emmy Carter. It's going to be who, good. Who I've known for years and I absolutely adore her. Um, she writes mostly sports romance, but uh, she does have some other uh, series that are like she has her charitable endeavors and her holiday series that she wrote with Sarah Nay. And so she has a wide range of things. So we'll talk to her about those. But yeah. And I know I adore her. from an advanced little chat with her, she has something very exciting to share. So listeners, do listen. <laughs> You're going to like it. All right. Awesome. Get out the monkeys and the bear. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, listeners. We have M.E. Carter here today. She is a best-selling author. Her, she, I'm going to read her bio real quick for you so that you know what her Amazon bio says, and then we will talk further. So it says, my name is M.E. Carter, and I have no idea how I ended up writing books. I'm more of a storyteller. The more exaggerated, the better. And I happen to know people who helped me get those stories on paper. Sorry, my first read through on this. <laughs> <laughs> I love reading. Read almost 300, read almost 300 books last year. Hate working out, but I do it anyway because my trainer makes me. Love food, but hate what it does to my butt. And love traveling to non-touristy places most people never see. I live in Texas with my four kids, Mary, Elizabeth, Carter, and Bug who was just a twinkle in my eye when I came up with the pen name. Yeah, I'll probably have to pay for the, his therapy someday, but uh, for being left out. <laughs> All left out of your pen name. That is so funny. Yep. So Mary, Elizabeth, yep. hello. Well, it's actually, Emmy. M-E. M-E. Okay. Yeah. Right, I see the initials M -E. there, but yeah. then I like read a Mary Elizabeth in the four names. And so now it's right. stuck in my brain because my brain is a peanut. <laughs> well, and because Facebook won't let me, well, wouldn't let me use initials back then without oh. your driver's license, your tax return, your firstborn, and maybe yeah. like the mortgage payment on your house. Right. So oh no, I, I tried getting there. I tried getting verified verified for eons and it never happened. And I finally gave up. I'm like, y'all can't even like keep your stuff secret. I'm not giving you my driver's license and social. Are you kidding me? I'd rather just have people be confused. A hundred percent. So you're actually surprisingly enough, a new to me author. I tend to stay in the lane of like not yet bestseller authors. And Becca's read, I think every single book that you've written. <laughs> That's been relatively recent though. 
Okay. It's only been in the last couple of years because I think she read a couple of them like a long time ago, but then mm-hmm. there's a lot of people to read. And, and she then, likes the sports romances too. So that's where you like, that was, that's her catnip. So yes. well, and then she, she created a couple of trailers for me and I mm-hmm. guess she really liked the, the, the blurb and she was like, I need yeah. to read this. So she like read all of them in a row and get messages. She's, like, no, I'm reading this. No, I'm reading this. No, I'm reading this. It was really fun. <laughs> she is a doll we've been friends for like I think more than 10 years now so yeah no I love her um so you tell us in your own words what are the books you write um typically I write sports romance um I oddly enough am not like a huge sports fan Like you won't see me getting the NFL package online (laughs) because I don't care that much. Now I can sit down and watch sports um, and I really like going to live games, but I don't think my brain will stay engaged enough in television games, but I just like the fantasy of the athlete who is to me, I guess that's somewhat alpha but yeah. not necessarily like in a dark romance way. And well, the they're, they're more woman. competitive. That's a, it's yes. a competitive alphaism. Yes, it's a competitive alphaism and they're going to be <laughs> super hot and they always seem to fall in love with the normal women, woman in my book because well, that's right. the fantasy. It's absolutely. You know, but it happens in real life too. It does. It, it <laughs> does. I, I couldn't tell you when because every once in a while I'll come across something. But yeah, it just, I like, I like the dynamic. I'll know? tell you a story about a neighbors of mine when we're off the recording. <laughs> what? Yes, please do. That makes me happy now. <laughs> Your life is even better sometimes. <laughs> and it is. It's a, a, a footballer. Okay. And I mean, American football, not British. Yeah. Um, okay. And okay. yep. So there you go. Um, yeah. All right. So sports romance and yes. any other kinds? Um, sometimes I do rom-com, but I always try to have some sort of like physical athletic, like twist in there. Um, gotcha. for the most part, for the most part, my co-writes don't necessarily, um, but my individual books usually do, but I even have like a gymnastics coach and, um, we have even just a story that was set in the gym. So the guy who works okay. out all the time and the trainers. And so it just really depends on kind of my mood and what's kind of making me side eye things a little bit and waggle my eyebrows. <laughs> I've always wanted to write a golf romance because I love to play the game. Yes, you should. But you know, with, there's so many innuendos in it and the back nine and like, just so, yes. so much fun. Yes. Um, and like I said, I also like super enjoy the sport. So I'm not mm-hmm. good, but I super enjoy it. <laughs> well, you don't have to be good as long as you enjoy it. Like I am not good at playing football either, but I can still write it. <laughs> yeah. Fair oh, enough. Look at that. Okay. It's a giant margarita glass. Martini. Yes. That's giant what I martini. said in my head. Yep. That's okay. It starts with an M and I drink margaritas too. And you you know what? The shape of the glass really doesn't matter. (laughs) You can put a margarita in there. That's fine too. (laughs) So we're going to, we're going to do some, now that we know you a little bit as an author, what you write, let's get to know you as a more human kind of thing with some rapid fire questions. Okay. Uh, When we first started this, Becca and I wrote up a hundred questions or so, and we we put them in here. We cut them up into little slips and we just rapid fire. So I don't know what you're going to be asked. So one, two, (laughs) three, 
four and five. Okay. All right, first one, here we go. Rapid fire, don't think about it, just answer it. We're gonna okay. barrel through these. Okay, uh, we have caramels or chocolates? Chocolates. Well, chocolate covered caramels. <laughs> okay, lighter. So I'm gonna adjunct on that. Milk chocolate or dark chocolate? Milk chocolate. Okay. Yeah. Early bird or night owl? Night owl. <laughs> I don't understand early birds. <laughs> Although the older I get, the older I get, the earlier my body wakes me up and I'm like, this is crap. No <laughs> wonder Louie's has a 4.30 dinner special. <laughs> now, is your husband like similar night owl as well or no? No. Well, I'm not married anymore. He is, okay. he, my former husband was an early bird. Okay. And it was my current, my current and oh yeah, also early bird and like falls asleep on the sofa at 1030. I'm like, oh, what? I don't understand that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Are you an introvert or an extrovert? I'm an, uh, <laughs> yes, technically I'm an extrovert, Okay, but I'm also really tired. Yeah. No, it, that's okay. Like you can people, but you need a break. Well, okay. and when I go to events, I'm energized. So I yes. think that's the technical definition is that I get Same. energized from people, even if I'm not interacting. I do, She's but then I end up my and my energize my energy when I'm in a at a book signing, it's like it's so weird that I just don't do them anymore. <laughs> I go too much and then I'm like, I have this fever dream. Wait, did I really say that? Did I do that? Oh yes. yeah, that was okay. Yeah. 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 Uh what did you want to be when you were a kid? <laughs> I was gonna move to California and I was gonna be a CHP officer like Eric Estrada. <laughs> Oh my Atlanta. I love that. Yeah, actually not like Eric Estrada, more like Bonnie. Hello, Bonnie on chips. She had the blonde bob and she worked with all the men. Yeah, that was going to be it. But then they had a big earthquake and I was like, I don't think I can do that anymore. <laughs> awesome. Oh, this is funny. This is what we were kind of just talking about. So favorite sport to participate in and favorite sport to watch. I was a gymnast okay. all through high school. So probably you, I would have to default to that as participate in. Okay. Favorite sport to watch. I don't know. Do you mean like live or on TV? I don't, it, any. <laughs> Cause it is, there is a big difference. There is a huge difference. I, oh gosh, I think I would have to go with live because you know, like we talked about already. Right. Um, gosh, this is not rapid. This is the slowest rapid fire ever. Um, you got tickets right now today. Who are they from? Well, they'd probably be the local hockey team. That's sure, like that's an hour and a half away. Okay. Because hockey games are super fun, but I'm really on the fence with soccer too, because <laughs> if you go to professional soccer games, oh, they yeah. are wild. And the endurance those runners have, it's crazy. The but like hockey fans have. Exactly. But I, yeah, I've been to hockey games and I'm like, I never can see the puck. I don't know what the yeah. hell's going on. I don't know yeah. how they do it. My, I marvel at the cameraman who can do that for TV. I'm like, I don't, that's, that's a skill. I, I can't I see the puck. I just see dudes going back and forth, but that doesn't mean they're not fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. All right. So, okay. We got our rapid fire questions out of the way. Now let's dive it back into the author side of you. Okay. Um, so you write sports romance. Yes. Primarily and some yes. rom-com. Yes. And how did you get started and what drew you to the genre, the genre that you write? Um, it was a total fluke that I wrote a book at all. 
Like it was a total fluke. I um I had I had written a couple of little like fanfic things just because I at home mom and I was kind of bored and I was kind of getting my creative outlet and stuff. And then one day this sword just like hit me out of nowhere, like, like out of nowhere. And this weird brain fog came over me. I could not function. I could not function. And like, you know, when you're driving and you're just on autopilot and you're like, turn the wrong way, you're not, not following the rules, but you're like turning the wrong way. And you're like, wait, that's not where I'm going. That's how it was. It's like you suddenly like arrive at home. And you're like, wait, I don't remember. Yeah. How did, did I, I take get here? Uh-huh. Yeah, which <laughs> Yeah, so I wrote, I started writing and I just happened to mention it to a couple of people that I was like, I don't know what's happening here and they said, "Well, just send me what you have." And one of them was Brenda Rother. She's I don't know if you know her. Yeah, she I love Brenda. Yes. I love Brenda. And Murphy Ray was the other one because she and I were mm-hmm. super, super close. We would road trip all the time and go to concerts and stuff. This was before the last we had babies. Nice. Um, <laughs> and so they both said, well, send me what you have. Give me a few days. Let me just read it and see. And within a day, they both came back and said, um, keep going. And when you get to the end, we're just going to help you figure out how to publish this. Nice. And I was like, really? And they were like, yeah, just, just keep going. And I was like, were you okay. a heavy reader then? So were you a heavy reader then? Yes. And just like, like internalized story structure and all that good stuff? Yes. Yes. I was a super heavy reader. I had dabbled in blogging, but it wasn't really my thing. Um, I don't like giving negative critiques on stuff mm-hmm. and you kind of have to say negative. And I just, I don't like that. Yeah, you do I, I was gonna say, I, don't, <laughs> I just don't review them. Then if, if, I, if I have negative things, I all of mine are happy reviews. Yes, yes, and I did try doing happy reviews, but I just felt like I wasn't being totally honest all the time. I don't know. It just, it just. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, it just made me feel a little, little bit icky ish. Well, it's so. funny because Becca and I were talking about that in um before you came on about. Um, influencers and stuff on big on book talk. How there's like this new thing where book talker, the influencers on book talk are asking for funds before upfront, like to promote, to promote and it's and not actually like, even reading the books. They're just promoting. Well, I, I don't know that they're yeah. not, I don't know that they're not reading the book, but they are, okay. they being, they're being asked specifically, can you please, here's, you know, read the book and promote it. But obviously they want you to say certain things. And sometimes it's publishers asking for it. And sometimes it's authors asking for it. And some of the influencers are asking for like 50 bucks and some are asking for like $500. $500. Yeah. Doesn't it was on my, yeah, it was on my, it was on my book talk feed this morning. Any TOSs? Yeah. Well, so if you're asking, if it's a promotion, if you're buying an ad, um, it's not the same. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right. So there, yeah, that's asking, what I said too. I was like, you can't pay for reviews. Right. So. But if it says like hashtag ad, it's an ad you're paying for it. You're buying a commercial. So yeah, it's like a whole slippery slope. I haven't d- dug deep into it. I only saw it on my uh, TikTok feed this morning and I was like, whoa, what? And they were referencing a particular author. I don't know who the author is. I don't want to know who the author is, but anyway, like that's yeah. So I understand Yeah, It's like, but you want to be the honest person because otherwise you can't really reviews. I don't know. Yeah. That, and that's the thing is that, that, that'll work for a little bit, but then people will start going, yeah, everything she reviews is everything she says sucks. I don't want to do exactly. that anymore. Well, and yeah. So I, when Becca and I met, I was blogging and yeah, I kind of got out of it because I DNF books. Like it's my job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, if it doesn't, if it doesn't, and sometimes it's not an intentional DNF, I just kind of yeah. forget about it. Like the characters aren't lively enough. And then anyway, yeah. 
they bubble down. I get, and I'll get to a certain point and I'll try really hard. But if it, if, if at a certain point, I'm like, oh, I have to read this. Then I'm like, oh, wait, no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And but yeah, there I have was... to like really try hard first and exactly. like really have anxiety about it before I'll finally remember that. No, yeah. I didn't have to. <laughs> so, so what was your first bestseller? Uh, change of heart. That was my, that was my debut book. It came out of the gate to this day. We don't even know how it happened. Um, but was it, was, was that debut. your debut one? It was 2014. Yeah. It was my debut and it, it went, I don't know what happened, but okay. suddenly it was just going and going and going and going. And like, it ended up, I think the highest it got was number 49 on Amazon. Like wow. no ads, no nothing nothing. it was straight word of mouth straight amazon saw that it was going and started doing ads themselves like sometimes you know they add on kindle you know on kindles and stuff and And what's that that what's that one about uh that is football romance football that is football it is the self-proclaimed bachelor who falls in love with the single mom so Yeah, it was wild. I mean, it, to, it was, it just kept going. And I finally, like, I kept turning to Murphy and I was like, is this like normal? <laughs> like, is this supposed to happen? Like, I don't and have a frame of reference. So where were you when you were like, we're seeing this like cap? I mean, like, were you like refreshing the page constantly or people sending you messages? Like, how did you learn that? I mean, I was kind of refreshing, but not really because I honestly thought, oh man, this really sucks. It's only 49. <laughs> I didn't know. Now You're adorable. Like, in hindsight, and, yeah. and this is right after KU came out. So I had people oh. who finally said, you realize that if KU algorithms weren't in there, you'd be top 10 right now. And I was like, yeah. and wow. also in hindsight, because I was not KU, if anybody had told me, put it on Apple books, put it on Nook, put it on Kobo, there's a good shot. I could have hit a list with that book, but I didn't know. I just like, it was wow. like steady. I tossed it at the wall and Hey, look, it's stuck. It's stuck. I've never been able to recreate that ever, ever, no matter what I've done. So what kind of things do you think make a bestseller? Uh, I have no idea. (laughs) No, but from the blogging side and the writing side, is it premise, you think? Do you think it's, I mean, like, or creativity, voice, advertising? A lot of it is the market, what the market is wanting. Like you have to really hit the combination of the right cover, the right genre, because like fantasy is so hot on book talk right now. And I do not fantasy. I don't write, I just don't. And so you have to hit the right cover, the right genre. I think you have to have a good voice Mm -hmm. and I think you have to have some luck, you know, you've got to know some people and you have to have luck. And I, I, it's not like it was in 2012 where, right where everybody wrote a book every six months ish (laughs) and everybody's books were doing great. It's so flooded now that you just have to have that right combination. And I just find that to be very, very difficult these days. And getting heard anywhere. (laughs) It's so hard. It's hard for sure. Yeah. Um, so your book, your books are then in KU or are they wide? No, all of them are wide. Okay. Um, all of them are wide. I, you know, I like doing international signings and a lot of the international readers, they can't get KU anyway. Right. Um, right. A lot of them are Kobo readers. 
Um, sure. Well, and now so, they have Kobo Plus. Yes. So hopefully Kobo Plus that is will also subscription, but you don't have to be exclusive with you that. You don't have to right. be exclusive. Yep. Yep. Which I'm really, I'm really watching that the next couple of months to yeah. see how many people leave KU and go wide so that they can go into Kobo. Because yeah. I think it's a great opportunity for. Yeah. Are you people. reading? Are That's you, a whole are, other thing. Yeah. So what kind of reader are you? What are you, what are you reading these days? <laughs> you know, you're going to laugh. Um, I cannot stop reading Dramione fan fiction. What? What? Fan fiction? <laughs> Did I miss something? What? What? What fan fiction? I really not know what Dramione fan fiction is? No. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, get ready. Cause you're about to go down a rabbit hole of the most. I thought you were going to say alien romances. This but might I, be good because I am in a book hangover right now. Uh, so go ahead. Okay. So I am not at all a Potterhead. I am not all that interested in Harry Potter. I just, I've fallen asleep watching the movies multiple times. <laughs> like it just, <laughs> the only reason we have read the series now and we finally finished is because my seven-year-old really wanted to read them. And so I was doing it with him fine. So yes, I finally admit that I've read them, but I do not for one second think freaking Ron Weasley ended up married to Hermione Granger. That's a oh. pop-out. That did not happen. I don't believe that. <laughs> And I know J.K. Rowling was tired at that point. And she's like, I am not writing I can't anymore. think of anything else. We're just going to throw like, I'm done. I cannot move into new adults because that is not my demographic. So fine. And right. I get that she's a terrible person, blah, blah, blah. That's not the point. Right, right, right. So <laughs> it is Draco and Hermione. Ooh. So it is the bad boy redemption with the golden girl. And the best part is she doesn't get paid because it's all fan fiction. <laughs> you don't have to worry about supporting a terrible person. And that is some awesome. of these books are amazing. Like they are so fantastic. That's hilarious. <laughs> and it, there's just, I mean, there's a few of us that we just have threads and we just are obsessed and just can't stop reading them. So That's beyond hilarious. the so beyond the fan fiction you're reading, do you have any other favorite authors or favorite books? Um, I really, really like Allie Styles. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you've read Allie Styles, but she is, I do not know how she's not a bestseller. She's freaking amazing. Everything yeah. she writes turns to gold. Like everything she writes turns to gold. Um, Maybe we'll put this on our list for our, uh, our May book club. What do you think back? We, we could, uh, we'll choose one. Yeah. Oh man. She's got stuff to choose from. She, I mean, okay. Uh, she, she I've done a couple on. trailers for her and so I've read those books and oh they're amazing right I just can't okay. put them down fantastic like, Zachary Weber did her some a couple of her audiobooks mm -hmm. and he finds her at events and says nice. hey Allie how are you because that's how good of a writer she is like he also did mine and I was like so you probably don't remember and he did <laughs> not remember doing my books oh. so but he remembers Allie. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did after we talked for a little while, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> and how about you? What, what do you, what books do you have coming out next? Um, actually we're airing this May 1st, right? Yeah. Yes, we are. Okay. As of today, then I should have a new box set out 
Um, I was talking to a friend of mine and I know one of the problems readers have is there's so many writers now yeah. that it's like, how do you decide what you're going to read? And if you read one of their books, maybe it's not quite what they write now, or mm -hmm. maybe they write different genres that you like better or whatever. And so I'm combining all of combined, all of my first in series books. Um, so you can pick up the one box set for like significantly cheaper than if you got every single one of them and right, nice. you can try it. And if you don't like this one and you go, mm, it's nice, the writing's okay, but you know, let me try something spicier. You can jump to the next one. Or if you go, oh yeah, this is great. What's next? There's a link that you can go to the next book in the series and just awesome. to kind of give people a little taste. And so how many series do you have? How many books are going to be in this collection? I'm looking back there. I don't think one, two, are they just it's five i think it's five it's change of heart juped playing with fire getting a grip i can only put the first chapter of weight expectations because i don't oh. own the copyright oh. that's marty okay. Romance. but that's they one said, of yeah, my favorite that's one of my favorite books <laughs> i love that series so much really <laughs> i do it's one of my favorite and it's it's usually it's either that or my um my friends that love hockey i do the florida glaze for them <laughs> or it's the off uh, yeah it's yeah. it's that one really? yeah That's yes awesome. i love that series <laughs> i laugh so hard it's my rom -com it's goes different yeah it's different because it's set around a gem yeah yeah you know and so there's not a lot of those kind of sports romances out there so it's different and it's just hilarious the characters are i love them I deeply love them. flawed yeah. the men are deeply flawed deeply flawed <laughs> so which makes like for comedy flawed. sometimes <laughs> yeah i get a lot of people being like i don't he's kind of a he's kind of a... like that's the whole point he <laughs> yeah at the beginning like i don't i don't know why you wanted to be perfect to start with well, I mean, yeah, I do. Yeah, and uh, do you have any signings coming up or anything like that? Um, my next signing, I'm so excited. I'm going to Rare it, Rare Florence. Ooh, wow. Oh, and I love Florence. Oh, I've never been. Florence. I'm so, so much excited. fun. Oh, it's gorgeous and it's amazing. I have a friend I, of mine. She's she's not going as an author. She's just going as a reader and she lives in Italy. So she's like, just fly and meet us here. I was like, yeah, like I can just get on a plane and go to Florence. Why not? <laughs> but Come, on, I know. Come on, let's go. I'll go with you. Why not? I have a friend who's coming because she was like, <laughs> do you, do you need an assistant? And I was like, why? Yes, yes, I do. And she was like, sold. So she and her <laughs> husband are coming on vacation so that she can be my assistant. And I was oh, like, that's hilarious. Go that is fantastic oh that is awesome so so exciting for yeah. you oh, and the, and and i know you also wear another hat in the author world mm. did you want to share that yeah i well i think <laughs> that it is not uncommon that um us authors can run into some like writer's block mm -hmm. right sometimes and i i i know a lot of people who really struggled during covid and i was not one of them and apparently my shutdown is delayed from covid like two years later <laughs> my after COVID. Just, like stopped one day it was like no you're finished and but i had been a crit partner with several authors for so long and a friend of mine came to me and she's like why are why are you not doing content development why are you not developmental editing and i was like i don't know should i be and we started working together and she was like, you, you need to be doing this. 
And so I put it out there that I'm doing content development, which is kind of encompassing of beta reading and developmental editing and depending on where the person is in their journey if they're brand spanking new it may be talking through how do you publicly mm-hmm. where to go from here and and all of that stuff and and um it sort of morphed into a little bit of professional coaching too for for a, a couple of clients who one who just needs me to like hound her every day about word count when she's on a deadline um and one client who we're working on figuring out how to eliminate the distractions so she can stay, you know, on task. And I have known, I have known you for years and I think you're a great cheerleader. You're always great cheerleaders. (laughs) So I think it's a great job for you. (laughs) It's been a lot of fun. It's kept my foot in there and it's kept my kind of creative juices flowing while I'm waiting for my brain to rest. Cause I think my brain just needs to rest for a little bit. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I've got a couple of like refueling your, yeah. Well, you know what? Yesterday something happened and I was like, Ooh, that could be a good story idea. And then I was like, Oh, 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 (laughs) something. So I I know how this feels. (laughs) We'll see. Very cool. Well, where can our listeners find you both like readers and authors alike? Where can they find you? Um, well, social media is, I'm on Instagram a lot. I really like Instagram and that's author M E Carter. Um, and then, and there's no dots, which makes it look weird. It looks like author me Carter, but you know, whatever. (laughs) Author Um, me baby. (laughs) And then I'm on Facebook, but you have to find me under Mary Elizabeth Carter because uh, Facebook shut down my business accounts twice and won't give them back and nobody knows why so I was like well forget it I'm just not going to worry about that anymore clearly they don't want my ad money um yeah. <laughs> and then, you know um I'm I'm around you can and website oh, yes website is authormecarter.com gotcha. and so it has the list of books in order and and stuff like that and you can find some good stuff on there so Fantastic. People can sign up for your newsletter and all that stuff. Yes. Yes. And actually next month, I'm going to start a new thing on my newsletter where I realize I have so much swag sitting around that once mm-hmm. a month, I'm going to pick a winner, just a random winner. Love that. Um, you just got to check the newsletter. If your name is there, get ready. I'm sending you an email. Can you get to, you know, either give me your address or pick your prize or however we awesome. do it that month. So yeah. Oh, that's fun. great. Yeah. That'd yeah, I've done awesome. this for a long time. I got a lot of swag. Like there's yeah. a lot of stuff. So, I know. I was good. cleaning out my office. I was like, where did all this come from? And yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. Ten and years. a lot of it Ten is years. leftover stuff of my stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, why is this merch just sitting here doing nothing? Someone would like this. So we'll see. Or not. Well, anyway. Thank you so, so much for, for joining us today and dealing with all the chaos in the world around. <laughs> I appreciate you letting me take, go deal with the flood in my house. I, I feel better now that the water is sopped up. Thank you. <laughs> oh, nothing worse than in an emergency plumbing situation. So, um, and now I know you have to go run and grab the bus. Yeah, so I have to get, a bus now. get the kiddos <laughs> off the bus. All right. Thank you so, so much for joining us. And I'm going to be calling you for those author services. Yes, Yes, we'll get together. We'll get together and get you right on track. Don't worry, I'll crack that whip. Woohoo! I love whips. (laughs) Wrong wrong podcast. (laughs) All right. Thanks so much. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Bye. 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 That was fun. It was. She 
is a delight. M.E. Carter, you are my new favorite thing to squish. <laughs> she's, a, she's a fellow Texan, so I, I run yeah. into her quite a bit. So yeah. I always love spending time with her and getting to talk to her. And she's just, she's just the greatest. So, so we should, we should, we should address that. Um, Beck, you weren't there in the beginning. No, I wasn't. <laughs> because you know, life. And, right. Uh, yeah. I had dropping to go pick up picking kids, kids up. picking kids up, dropping them off for work. And I, then I will be so happy when she gets her driver's license. <laughs> and then M.E. <laughs> had to like leave promptly at at 3.30 to go get her 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 uh, kid off the bus so you know yeah. there was like we had to stop real fast we didn't want to take the time and address why Becca wasn't there in the beginning <laughs> it was quick jump in and I get just I done. just sl- slip in and then oh, also Emmy had um a little bit of a household catastrophe as happens ridiculously enough it was a the- good thing she got up to get that glass of water yeah when we first sat down to record she got up to go get a gl- refill her water and as she did passed um in the hallway massive puddle toilet of water a broken something or other and um so she had to get that all addressed it was just crazy and chaos so Beck, we missed you at the beginning but we were glad to have you in the middle of the interview <laughs> Yeah, if you're if you're on Patreon and you see the video, all of a yeah. sudden I just appear. It's like yeah. I'm waving, I'm like, hey. Yeah. And we do have it <laughs> uploaded. I just I just need to hit, click publish on that uh, video. So Patreon followers, hopefully you've already seen it. You'll get the notification. You hopefully you got your notification and you took a peek. Let us know, comment. Um. So yeah, we were gonna originally when we started this podcast back, we wanted to do a review at this section of the um. Right. But again, life. <laughs> we wanted to review about. Yes. Uh, all sorts of ways. We actually discussed a new format for season two. So listeners, listen up. It's going to be different in October. We'll have more information. Yeah, we're going to be back coming your way, or it might be September. Who knows? Um, but we thought we'd instead of talking, we putting in a review about a book because I think we've talked a lot about the books we've been reading. Yeah. And instead of doing another, instead of doing a review about it, we thought we'd talk about what is what is it with reviews for one, right? Right. Because everybody has a different point of view on what mm-hmm. a review should be. Right. Some people are like, oh, you should go into detail. And if you're a reviewer like me, they're short and to the point. And, you know, and there's just a lot of, there's a lot that goes into being a reviewer. People think bloggers have it really easy, but they don't because it's hard to get your views down. Right. And you're not always going to please everybody because I've had people say I'm a horrible reviewer because I don't tell them what happens in the book. I don't tell them, you know, this or that. And I'm like, there's a blurb for that. It tells you what's in the book. Yeah. And, you know, I've had people go, well, what happens? Well, well I'm not going to tell you. Let's, but, but let's address it's called a book review, review. not a book report. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right? Right. A book yeah. report would be something completely different. And that's when you would go in and talk about and dissect and make comparisons and talk life philosophies, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, if you're going to sit down and just review a book, you, you talk about, hey, I like this book. It made me feel things or this character I really identified with. And, you know, say what you liked about the book. I hopefully it's you like the book. And ho- hopefully if the book is not a five star, the constructive, the criticisms should be constructive. Not right. personal. Not personal. <laughs> um, right. But yeah, it's like, you know, you don't want to put everything in the book. I like I like to gush about the author because mm-hmm. especially if it's an author that not a lot of people read. So mm-hmm. I like to gush about the author. I like to say why I liked it mm-hmm. and what things might not have worked for me. And that's okay. 
if it yeah. doesn't. And I'd like to say whether it can be read as a standalone or if you need to read it as a series and where you mm -hmm. can get it. And that's basically my reviews. Now, do you do reviews for twos and ones? I do not. I, I don't like putting negativity out there because sure. what I might think as a two could be a five star for somebody else. Right. I, I think the lowest I go will be like a three star because three star really is still a good review. Well, if, yeah. If you look at the good at Goodreads, Goodreads has a, a spread that they say, and the three means I liked it. Right. Four is I really liked it. And the five is I loved it. Right. Right. So, yeah. And so and then, I will do three, three star reviews, but also if I have a two or a one review, mm -hmm. I will contact the author personally. If it's an arc. If, if it's an arc, right. If it's somebody who's sent me the book wanting a review, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. a lot of them will even tell me, hey, it's okay to put that review up if you want to, as long as you're, don't do it in the first like two or three weeks that the book is out. Sure. You know, because there's going to be people that might have that same opinion, mm -hmm. you know, but I, I tend to not like to put up bad reviews unless it's something that I just like standing on my soapbox about like, you know, like I, I did put one up that was a two-star review. I contacted the author beforehand mm -hmm. and she said it was okay to put it up. Um, yeah. She was a uh, UK author mm -hmm. that was writing a book in America, but used a lot of mm -hmm. British, you know, That would words. be a mistake. Yeah, that would be a big mistake. And so I didn't want people to go into this book thinking, oh, I mean, it took me like four or five chapters before I finally figured out that she was not in England. She was in America somewhere. So those are major those points. Are points. Yeah, yeah, those are major points to bring mm -hmm. up in a review. But I also asked for her permission if it was okay. She mm -hmm. said she was fine with it because it was constructive criticism right. and things that she knew that she needed to work on mm -hmm. and so she was fine with that you know yeah. so um but yeah i'm always very iffy about putting two and, or one star reviews up and i i will i have i will continue to if the book warrants it right like if you're reading the first chapter first two chapters and you can't figure out who's talking because there are no dialogue tags that happened once there wasn't a single dialogue tag for anything and i couldn't figure out who was talking and there were like five people in the room talking Oh yeah. For this opening scene. And I'm like, I was so my brain hurt trying to figure out what was going on. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like it wasn't like the um a teasing, like, oh, keep reading to figure out what we're talking about. It was straight up confusing as hell. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, if there's like a lot of typos and stuff in those first couple of chapters and, and stuff, I'm like, I will comment. I I will say, you know what, I'm leaving this a two-star. I couldn't get beyond this. This book needed a little bit more developmental editing an actual copy, you know, a, a line editor, right. Or a proofreader or something, you know, like there are things like that, or it was just like, so over the top cringe on so many things. Right. You know? And it was like, did you have a sensitivity reader do this? <laughs> yeah. So like yeah. Um, certain so things. Last, yeah. Yeah. Like one of the authors we just talked to in our Patreon at our book club, um, Amanda Faye was there. We did her book bound the one I've been talking about mm -hmm. forever. And oh my God, it was so much fun. And she was such a doll to talk to. And, um, like she does amazing research. So I got to, in, in our chat with her, we got to find out she actually speaks to psychologists and says, mm -hmm. does this ring true? Is this is what would happen? And blah, blah, blah. She joined a kink group. Oh, totally told them ahead of time. I'm an author. I'm writing. This is in my book and I want to make sure I get it right. Can I join your group for a short period of time? Talk to people. 
she not only they let her in, they were very free with with information, and mm. then they beta read read it for her and corrected things that were wrong, right? Yeah, it's the people who don't do that and like totally miss the mark, and they're like, well, I read this in another book, so it's probably fine, and I'm just gonna, it's, it's some of it's really icky bad. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, like I will say, you know, that if it's you can tell when it's done bad. Yeah. So I will leave a, I will, you know, like cautionary tale. Like if you want, if, if you don't need dialogue tags in your reading, fine, go ahead and enjoy it. <laughs> anyway. So the, um, yeah. For that, you read a, read a film script, <laughs> but even that you have well, uh, a yeah, film script is going to tell yeah, you who's speaking. Who's, for who's sure. speaking. Yeah. But then there's also things too, like if you're going to review in a genre that you already know you're going to hate. Don't do why? it. Why? That's automatic. You that's, bad energy one <laughs> yeah you were talking about a podcast that you heard yeah and and it was a new podcast to me I've never listened to them and I don't think I will listen to them again I actually already unfollowed but um it was two women and like right away it was like strong man hater vibes yeah okay I was like well okay you know teach their own and then as they talk more you learn they're lesbians and that's fine I have zero problem with that Absolutely zero. I have tons of gay friends, lesbian friends, trans, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But then they decided to review a gay romance. So it was two men. They already don't like men in general. And, (laughs) but they didn't even, and, you know, they didn't even take into account the fact that it was still on the LGBTQ uh, plus spectrum and give any kind of credit. They instead read that the author was a female. And so right away they hated it. Because how can a female know about men in love and doing things in bed? And it's like, have you looked at the number of authors who write male, male romance? Right. Because most They're, of us are women. Are women, yeah. And we do talk to our gay friends and say, do I have this right? We don't just write it and throw it out there. Right. Um, and so There's that was research horrible. that goes into it. <laughs> right. And you it's know, not like you're just... Exactly. You talk to people. And so they were just automatically assuming right off the, off the bat. And they happened to be reviewing a book of an author that I have loved her stuff. So, yeah. and I'm not saying the name of the book. I'm not yeah. saying the author. I'm not saying the podcast. Um, right. I just think that it's if just... you're going to sit there and review a genre that you are already not attracted to and right. already have preconceived notions that women shouldn't write men's feelings or thoughts in any way, shape or form, like or vice versa, men should never write what a woman thinks or feels, we're going to have problems because that's not fair. Right. And the other type of review that really gets both of us is Mm -hmm. people saying, oh, well, why didn't this happen in Uh the book? The characters made the wrong decision. Right. They they should have done this instead. I didn't like the way that this went. Right. But it's like being mad about something that's not happening or did happen. Right. I mean, well, like, so there were, again, it was another podcast. This is a different one than the one I was just talking about, but they were ta- saying, oh, I couldn't believe it that the heroine made this decision. I would never do that. Okay. One, it's fiction. Right. <laughs> it's not real life. It's not real life. Uh-huh. But two, in real life, weird things happen and you react in the moment. And sometimes you turn around and go, oh my God, why did I do that? Why did I say that? Right. We all make mistakes in the moment. I don't think there's anybody who's perfect out there, right? right. If you are, great, awesome. <laughs> Enjoy your yeah. life. Like I, w- I was reading one series and uh, one of the female characters throughout the series was having a hard time getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. And it got to the end of the series and she didn't get pregnant and people were mad about it. And it's like, look, 
it's real life. That's, that's part of real life. Right, there right. are some women who just cannot get pregnant, you know, and as much as they try and you see their struggles and this and that, it doesn't happen for everybody. Right. It's not something that is a given in fiction mm -hmm. that everybody's problems are automatically worked was, out by the end of the book. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes. Book. Yeah. And then, and, and then of course we were saying too, that those people would probably be mad if they she did get pregnant. There'd be a different group. Right. There'd be, be another group. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah. Reviews, you just can't make people happy. You just can't. But, but yeah. So it's about also if the, if the characters like, so going back to the one where they, the podcasters were angry that this heroine made a decision to do something again, right. I don't want to say the book, the author, the podcast, right. Because I don't mean it in a bad way, but also like if the character did the right thing, there wouldn't be much of a conflict and there would be no book. Right. And of course, there's all the bottom line of all of this. It's fiction. We're not review. I mean, we're not talking about nonfiction reviews. If you're reading a nonfiction book and it's false. Yeah, that's, that's a totally different thing. Yeah. But this is fiction. It's fake. It's like, hey, let's explore what if and 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 damned if you do, damned if you don't. But also it's fiction and it's if people make the right choices in fiction all the time, then there's no story. So it's it's like the one review that I <laughs> that was going around for a while of the uh, person who gave a one star review because um, the book took place in 2020 and they uh -huh. had no mention of COVID. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And so I she gave her that. a one she's like how on earth could you write a book about 2020 and they're out vacationing and having a fun time and yeah okay the book which, which, was written before 2020 yeah and, it was written uh, before then yeah who was gonna who was gonna predict that right um, and so it's like yeah come on people be which, realistic which, you know kind of goes to the there is a big thought process for so many to uh not even date your books Put like don't dates, ever mention yeah. a year I mean you can write time of year yes day of the week month whatever but right you know. and I was thinking about that I was like oh one of my favorite series it goes into next generation but in my mind when I'm reading even when the you know older generation was going through it took place now so yeah. it's like <laughs> forget that they have adult children now and you know this you know if if that took place now that means this was in like 2050 yeah. or you yeah, know, yeah yeah it's like uh, that hurts my mind I, so I read I read to escape I don't care what the year is I don't care unless it's you know like um Melissa Brown had a series that was based off of uh like the 1980s 1990s um blockbuster Mm -hmm. You know, so that kind of thing, if you're, if your whole series is around a time period, then yeah, mm -hmm. sure. But, but you can still leave it thing. You can leave things a little bit vague. Right. About yeah. The absolute discrete year. And so that, yeah, that's like, that right. was a lesson I learned. Like you couldn't, you couldn't write that story and it be in 2020 because we don't have yeah. video stores anymore, you know? So it's like, <laughs> yeah, the things that are gone and the things that, you know, but true. you just let your mind take you where it wants to be. And, you know, so live in its own happy, short. just, yeah. Keep your review short. Remember that it's fiction and that there have to be mistakes made by heroines and heroes because otherwise there's no conflict, no conflict and, and no storyline and review. Don't review a book. You know, you're going to hate before you yeah. even read page one. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> right. So, okay. There's our soapbox getting off. Yeah. <laughs> reviews, so reviews. Uh, but, let right. us, but let us know in our, in yeah. our Facebook group, we'll put up a post. 
Do you read reviews? Do you yeah. like reading reviews? And what we'll kind of reviews the, do you we'll like? Poll, we'll put a poll question um, on this podcast. So if you're listening, scroll down. We're gonna po- we're gonna post a poll. Yeah. Tell us because I I I'd like to know what people think about reviews. Yeah, I read them. I, I read them as both a reader and as an author, and you don't. It's funny. <laughs> I read them as both a reader and an author. I read being a blogger. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. everybody's like, oh, you should. Yeah, do you read reviews? No, I don't. I don't read reviews. It's like, I don't read blurbs either, but yeah, that's another thing. Yeah. I don't know how you do that. (laughs) Yeah. I don't read blurbs. Okay. Um, so let's go ahead and we'll slide into our saying goodbye, wrap it up because this is going to be a long episode. I think again, (laughs) That's that's okay. So I did mention that we, um, had our April book club meetup in Patreon. We had uh, Amanda Faye from Bound. It was so much fun. I'm getting the video uploaded this afternoon. And so if you're in Patreon, go ahead and enjoy that. And back, how much is our Patreon to join? Only $3 a month, people. <laughs> it's and so and the thing is too, that we're going to start recording all of our book clubs. So you can go back and, you know, and we're trying to get the authors to come in and talk about their books and yeah. all that. So those are already there. They're already there waiting for you. Um, we put up our episodes so that you can see the authors and see yep. all the uncut, unscripted stuff that we do that might not make it onto our podcast. Yeah. And that's a lot of fun too. So, so yeah, um, we have a few of those up already. And yeah, yeah we're going to keep things going. Yeah. And so oh. next month. Yep. Next month uh, for May, we're going to take one of Emmy Carter's suggestions, yep. which is Allie Steele's and um, her Street Smart series. So we're going to start with book one, Street Smart. Yeah. And do you want to read what the... Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is. this is, um, it's, a, it's a workplace rom-com and the series is Work For It. And this is book one. Uh, it's the start of a series and she has book six is coming out soon. So, and it says there's seven books. So book six is coming out soon. It's up for pre-order already. So there you go. So here is the book description for Street Smart. What could go wrong? Four words. MBA student Marcos Oliveira. Oh, I'm saying that wrong. Sorry. <laughs> ignored when he accepted a prestigious internship at Reed's Weather Media, a subsidiary of the legendary Sandiki Telecom Empire. What did go wrong? Everything. And when Marcos stumbles upon incriminating documents that signal corporate espionage against Sandiki's son, Martin, he suspects his strange intern wormhole has just exploded into chaos. When his alluring boss, Eva, draws him in to thwart the plot, he knows it. After spending their lives overcoming adversity, can Marcos and Eva handle this latest threat? Even more perilous might be their losing battle against forbidden attraction. His Ivy League education did not prepare him for spy games and illicit flames. Good thing he has the street smarts to work for it. And what I love about this is, so it does say also, it's a full-length workplace romance that can be read as a standalone. um, And it's in the series, like we already talked about. Right. But um, I love that it's kind of switched, that she's the boss. So yeah, that'll be fun. I love workplace romances too. So this I do. should be a fun book. This it's be been a, a very book. long time since I've been in a workplace, but yes. I know. <laughs> I think most people. I think like most an of office workplace. Been, yeah. And it's, yeah. 
It's been so about we'll, 26 we'll years. We'll put the link up for this book. It is in KU. So yep. if you're a KU uh, subscriber, you can read this book for free. And um, so we will put that link in our show notes too. And again, so, that's going to be um, Thursday, May 25th. Right. And, and only $3 to join Patreon and hang out with us. Yeah. And we're going to try and get Allie to join us for that. We uh, sure are. That one and too. we will, we haven't yet decided on a date for our Facebook book chat, but uh, thank you, Heather, for coming to the Facebook. Yes. We had chat fun talking that with her. Was so much fun. We got some book recs. I still need to sit down and like comb through all of my notes, try and figure out what my notes are because <laughs> I, I, know, I, I have my legal, I have my legal pad that has stuff <laughs> that I just scribble whenever we're talking. So I got to say, okay, which one was for the book talk and which I one know. was for this? And, yeah. If yeah, not, so we'll just throw them all up there. We will. We'll put all that. We talked about Tara Sivek series. We talked about um, Natasha Madison. We talked about Jacob Chance. We talked about a lot of stuff. So right. um, I just have to get all of those thoughts organized. We're going to put the video up, I think on the website with a link to Facebook. We'll get things figured out. Yeah, but we'll stuff happening. Out. We just haven't decided what our May book club chat is. So join the Facebook group and keep your eyes on the featured posts. We will announce when that book chat will be. Okay. Right. I think that's it. Except yeah. for if you enjoyed this show, share it, rate, review, let us know. We have a 4.8, I think, in, yeah, our, that's... in our reviews on Apple Podcasts. So that's exciting. Right. I love it leave comments and leave and those leaving too. those. Yeah. Leaving those reviews really do help other listeners looking for a podcast like ours. So the again, more reviews, you can review, it's a review. Short yeah, I know. You don't have it to just, like write everything we all talk about. <laughs> you can just say if uh, you find us funny because we talk over each other all the time or <laughs> if it's annoying, no, I don't yeah, say that. But... <laughs> so what, you know, if you're going to be, if you're going to critique us, be constructive, please. We yes, do have be, feelings. Yes. We have feelings. So, and nice. if you would, and if you would like to sponsor an episode, you can be yep. a super fan, or if you're an author out there that has a release, or yep. you just want uh, us to talk about your series, you can help us fund our uh, grant by sponsoring episodes for only $10. And, um, and so, yeah, and you can go to our website where we have um, a link to yeah. put your information. If you click on like. four authors and then yeah, sponsor an episode. Yeah. Yeah, just 10 bucks for that, just $10, $3 per Patreon, and all that money does not come to us. It right. Remember, it all goes back into fun. our book industry friends. So, yes. Yay. Well, good times, good fun. All right, back. times. Thanks for having right. me again. Sure. And we'll, uh, we're going to do it again soon. Yeah, uh, we will. Our next interview is with Evan Grace, right? I think yes. that's right. Yeah. All right. We have Evan Grace. We have uh, Molly McLean coming up. So we have some great interviews coming up. And we have a blogger, uh, Leslie Murphy. She is from She Reads Romance. She's coming up in June. So yeah, we got some plans for you. And then we're going to take a summer hiatus. But until then, we're going to jam pack it. Yep. All right. While you're out there, look for those new next bestsellers. Share them with us. Share them with us. Yeah, let us know. Yep. All right. Have a great week.